What is the soul of a country? What is the definition of its people? What defines the people of this country? Was it the religious fanatics who settled to the north? Or the slavers and capitalists who settled to the south? Was it the rich assholes who decided to keep capital extraction within the country and colonize for its own ends? Or was it when we killed 90% of the indigenous population and rounded up the rest like animals and herded them into concentration camps that still exist to this day? Was it when the North and South fought over the fate of workers, one saying slavery and the other one saying wage slavery? Was it when, after this bloody war, the winning side ceded all ground and gain to help enact Jim Crow and allow the South to terrorize and oppress people of color to this day? Was it when the first capitalists emerged, degrading and oppressing and slaughtering workers who advocated for their own rights, just so these capitalists could enact a gilded age of inequity? Are we defined by the two atomic weapons we dropped on cities in Japan, with the justification that the wholesale slaughter of civilians was what was needed to ensure the absolute surrender and obedience of those people? Or was it the action of our clandestine services, weaseling itself into every government in the world like a parasite, to make sure they either fall in line, fight communism, or burn an open revolt? These people, a group of cloaked figures and corporations, controlling the world with threats behind a message of unity and ideology, to make sure that mom-and-pop organizations like PepsiCo, Coca-Cola, and United Fruit had a stable work supply. And, well, the best way to do that is to partner with Nazis, fascists, and genocidal dictators, isn't it? Maybe it was the sacrifice of 3,000 of its own country's citizens in a terrorist attack. Whether through negligence or a deft hand, the American government used this national tragedy to kick the next great step in hegemonic expansion. A deeply violent affair, sanitized for its viewers, sending men and women off to kill in foreign lands they could neither pronounce or locate on a map. A 20-year occupational war that has stripped dignity and agency from both Americans and its occupied alike. All to feed the maw of capitalism, with its hunger for oil, mineral resources, and defense contracts. Few remember before, now all we have is an empty hunger, a knowledge that we are always being watched, and the tacit understanding that wanting and advocating for something better will only get you struck down. What has been taken from us is extreme, but often unnoticed, save for that pit in your stomach you have every day. <laughs> Welcome to the September 11th episode of Conditional Materials. Well, welcome to the Conditional Materials 9-11 episode, y'all. Uh, yeah, we, you know, usually we have a, a, a bit planned, but uh, I, I decided to preempt all of that. I, um, uh, so I take that you hear my beautiful that, voice. Actually, um, we yeah. never have a What's bit up? planned. Planned. It's, we have a bit. Uh, we don't have it planned. That's not. We never plan anything. Not a thing. Fair <laughs> enough. The most planning that we do for this fucking godforsaken show is we fucking po shit post in our Discord server about it, 
and then we read out the shit post that we did for the show on the show while the show was uh, happening so last week where you where, where you actually uh did did like an actual segment yeah or what about that time that you were doing deal or die and you that were like good. well this I'm gonna is do the that only again. this is i'm gonna do that again yeah this is the only we year should, we're we gonna do deal yeah it's like uh this is the only year we're gonna ever do deal or die and then we you know, <laughs> no it's not <laughs> and, then, and then and then delta happened anyway um oh. welcome yeah welcome to conditional materials as stated this is the 9-11 episode so we do have yeah, this a is the uh segment. this is the 9-11 extravaganza episode uh first off i want to yeah. say um well for, have we said our names you said what our uh, names are uh, i'm your i'm your seventh tower host anna um i'm your 69th tower host avery I'm your birthday boy, John. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Happy, happy birthday, birthday, John. John. Uh, for, happy birthday, John. Uh, for those for those who don't know, John was born uh, not on exactly 9-11, but September 11th is his birthday. I mean, I was um, born on September 11th, but that's a different... Yeah. Yes. I was born again yes. as not, the, light, but, but love, the loving light of our Lord, uh, Lord Jesus Christ on September 11th, 2001. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, specifically, yes, John was born on September 11th, but 9/11 happened on it's his been... birthday. Also, that's how I, I like guess. To say I it. guess if I was Jewish, I would have become a man on well, 9/11. Well, hang on, because I would have been 13. <laughs> 9 11 happened on John's birthday because it's it's his birthday, so it had to. Well, yeah, I mean, I willed it to happen. Yes. Yeah, what else? Is, what else uh, happened on 9, happens on 9/11? I don't. Well, okay, Avery. You've been doing this bit yeah. since last week. What do you mean? It's it's great. Oh, so it's gonna make the rest of the show very uncomfortable. I don't know. It's I gonna don't... be a weird episode because Avery. Yeah. I I don't know how to tell you this, uh-huh. but I went to my uncle uh-huh. George Bush Senior. Uh-huh. Um, about ten years before I was born, when uh, you know, uh, yeah, like about ten years before I was born, when he was penning the New American Century with Dick Cheney. Yeah, um, I remember that. And Donald Rumsfeld. I was there. And uh, I was like, hey. You know, my thirteenth my thirteenth birthday will be on September eleventh, two thousand one. Yeah. Could you do something really special for really me? Spe- yeah. Really special. <laughs> yeah, I remember and the uh, honestly, the fireworks show. America America has not been the same since. So I feel pretty hashtag blessed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I I remember um, like the fireworks show in New York, but I don't I don't remember anything else. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was also a smaller fireworks show in D.C. People don't yeah. remember that. And there was also a, a very conspicuous fireworks fire show in Kansas. Sh- uh, well, there was also a very conspicuous fireworks show uh, in a field in North Virginia. <clears throat> oh, it was North Virginia. I don't know yeah. why I said Kansas. No. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> so uh, I, I know where the conspicuous fireworks were. Uh, <laughs> um. um. So yeah, before we get into yeah, let's that, do our nor- let's remember. do our normal Twitter shit. Let's do our normal shit. We'll 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 kind of ease our way into this. So um, mostly this is just going to be headlines. We can talk about it if we want to, but there's only like two things I want to talk about, like in detail at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first uh, important thing is the IATSE um, has uh, a like basically said that they're gearing up for a strike. They're geared up for a strike. They are. They are. They are giving uh, as many off ramps for this to happen as possible. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, they're telling people, "Hey, prep for strike." So we might get another um, uh, television and film strike. The IATSE is the uh, is like <clears throat> the the entertainment union, basically. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you've seen their logo. You've definitely seen their logo. Yeah, you've seen their, um, you've seen their logo. You've probably never paid attention to it. You know, that's how it is. Yeah, uh, it's the first industry-wide strike in the history of this union, uh, if it happens. Um, just something interesting. Uh, that's cool. To support that's all cool. striking workers. Also, I should say, uh, n- uh, I don't have this anywhere, but Nabisco released Pokemon Oreos. Don't fucking buy them. Nabisco workers are still on strike. Just, like, don't, don't do it. Anyway, um, speaking of unions, reporting from a more perfect union, um, PG County, this is a local story, um, PG County, Maryland. Um, Prince so, George's yeah, PG County. County, Maryland. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, there's, um, there's a bunch of lobbyists and, uh, uh, business, yeah. Uh, conglomerates yeah. that have been attempting to overturn an election basically uh, because there's like, a two billion dollar school school board budget that was given to pg county and everyone but the schools is gonna get this money unless uh this election goes yeah down. right basically like a large slew of very progressive candidates especially for pg county were elected to the board um mm-hmm. and what is happening is that uh, these large companies and corporations that were basically kind of like using, and this happens across the country, using school boards as a slush fund to hand out like money to private contractors. Yeah. Um, these people like actually like put their foot down and said no. Um, except now that basically these incredibly like the county executives are trying to remove everybody from the school board. This is this is interesting because uh, PG County, Prince George's County, I just call it PG County. Yeah, I mean, we can keep um, calling it PG County. I just wanted to say it once so people... Right, yeah, yeah, so people know what we're talking yeah. about. Uh, PG, PG County specifically has historically some of the worst <laughs> schools in the state. Um, some of the worst schools on the, on the East Coast, basically. Mm-hmm. Um really bad also pg county has um um like a higher crime rate and all that but like it's it's not great um and this school board budget this like two billion dollars is like kind of what hogan had been promising for decades uh with with baltimore county schools um but with like actual money being put forth as opposed to what Hogan's doing, which is throwing money into schools and then immediately taking it out so that he can buy shit for himself. Or yeah, uh, schools are just like the new like offshore bank accounts. Uh, you just yeah, like basically. put money in, put money out. You know, who can keep track? Um, um, but yeah, um, uh, More Perfect Union had a great report on this. A really good. It's like a quick seven minute video. Um, that really breaks it down. They talk to parents. They talk to teachers. Uh, really good. I highly suggest yeah. watching it. Um, I'll, I'll link it in I the watch it. Like, if for no other reason than the fact that this is like a case story of American democracy. I yeah. did scare quotes yeah, there. Exactly. because Even though this yeah. is an audio mm-hmm. medium. Um, free, ele- free and fair elections unless you pick the person that we don't like. And then we're just going to... Yeah. Uh, shit ourselves this is not this is not an isolated incident this is happening across the country um pg county is going through something that is basically synonymous with a lot of public school systems 
uh, and it's super fucked up. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And now I'd like to begin a new ongoing segment. I'm going to within call, Twitter shit. Why the fuck are you putting this on within TV? Within Twitter shit. This is a, so this is yes. a sub segment. Okay, I just we have like sixteen. This of is those. called. Just, like, just make sure that you um. Just make yeah. sure that you close your parentheses at the end of this. I mean, we have Rudy Watch. We have. Tesla uh, we have the no, I, no, it's Tesla coil. Hey, sub segments are fine. <laughs> I just want to make sure that you close your parentheses, okay? We have to. We have That's to. Fair. Fair enough. Thank keep you. our nested hierarchies. Um, anyway, Usher, uh, Priyanka Chopra, Jones, and Julianne Huang are hosting a competition series called The Activist. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Where, where <laughs> <laughs> they, it's a reality TV show. Where, you know, reality TV shows, there's ones where it's like, we're all working on a boat, or it's Big Brother, and there's a house full of people, and cameras are always on them. This show is a show where... I'm just going to read the quote directly from the article. Activists go head-to-head in challenges to promote their causes, with their success measured via online engagement, social metrics, and hosts. I have a question. Um, The three worst things you should measure your uh, activists on. Um, Do we want to take bets on the percentage of contestants on this show that are quote-unquote activists? Um, that if you look them up on Wikipedia, their parents' names are blue. Um, you know, I, I, I'm going to say that uh, on top of maybe even that assumption, <laughs> um, how, how many of these activists have trust funds? Yeah. I mean, um, I'm, also, I feel like how many uh, of I, these activists have friends who've shown up dead in flaming cars because the cops have. I feel them? like I feel like Let's the trust fund thing and the uh, parents' names are blue on Wikipedia mm-hmm. is kind of like sure, a it's like a waning, yeah. um, like Venn diagram. There's a lot of overlap. The, yes. um, Not exactly so, the same. So but some I, inter- I some, lot some interesting some interesting things to follow this. Um, first of all, Usher and Usher's just there for star power or whatever i haven't thought about um, that's crazy because i haven't fucking thought about usher yeah. for 20 years right exa- <laughs> exactly i know there? that's the same that's what i said but apparently usher's still really big yeah usher's so are, hot like, really and... uh people are still really into it. priyanka chopra jones is um somewhat of an activist i guess uh it's it's a whole thing uh juliana hall i don't know how to say her last name it's h-o-u-g-h um Ho, um, is the worst person for this. Um, she is, uh, a kind of crackpot insane person. And, um... Okay, she had, you have me so it, far. When did, when did Orange is the New Black come out? Does anyone like hear 2016. Uh, I want to say, like, no. No, it was before 2016. 20, 2014? Yeah, I want to say, like, 2014. 2014. Like there's, like, a lot of... The last, there, like there, the there's some serious right? era. Within the last 10 years, yeah. right? Well, she, uh, yeah. she, or one of her Halloween costumes was as one of the characters from Orange is the New Black. Can you guess which oh, character no. it was? Probably. Can you guess, can you guess which color is... skin she decided to be for Halloween? I'm going to guess black. I'm going to guess black's face. Yes, ding, ding, ding. Points to Avery. That's, uh, she decided to be crazy. Oh, no. uh, From Orange is the New Black. Yeah! With blackface, and she tied up her fucking hair in little twists. 
That's yeah, not uh, good. She's, That's bad. She's really has she ner- has she learned person. nothing from Justin Trudeau? <laughs> I think this is before the Justin Trudeau shit came out. But anyway, uh, yeah, that that's insane. We're gonna have we're gonna have continuing coverage yeah. on this show because I'm going to watch every fucking episode of. This no, I'm gonna need a week. So by, I'm not. I'm gonna need a week by week. I I need you I to need tell to me know. what's happening on Paramount Plus each week. I need to. I need to know everything that happens on this show. Uh um. Speaking of needing to know things, hey. Bloomberg reports uh, Apple okay. was ordered by a court to change the way it operates. So, so, so the problem is the problem with this this title is that it, it it's a little bit more nuanced. Um, Epic didn't yeah. get everything they wanted out of it. Um, uh, a- Apple got pushed a little bit. Uh, Epic still actually has lawsuits in other uh, countries. Uh, there's an EU yeah, lawsuit yeah, yeah. that's ongoing. Uh, part of this seems to have been sparked from um, Korea this year actually ruled that Apple needs to allow other payment platforms um, in their ecosystem. So uh, we'll probably see more lawsuits about this on a country by country thing until Apple like starts like making it. Uh, there, there is like a horrible moment where the judge is like, I don't, it seems weird that 30, it, it seems weird, but still okay that uh, Apple can just take 30% of your profits from everything on the app store. Um, That's ridiculous. Amount. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a ridiculous. It's a horrible amount. Um, um but, Apple. you know, and, and like, uh, Epic was still ordered to, to give them like 20 million or something like that in damages for like violating TOS. I mean, but that's fine. Like they, yeah. Fuck honestly, Epic too. Uh, Who cares? Oh yeah, no, no. This, this is a, uh, this is the Godzilla. Uh, let them fight moment. Um, yeah, let them fight. Um, the first reply says, "At Epic Games, you will no longer receive my money." <laughs> this case was BS. They wanted to use Apple's infrastructure. By the way, Apple is not, a- Apple's infrastructure. Apple is not capitalized, so he's just talking about apples. You wanted to use Apple's infrastructure that cost billions to develop, but wanted to snake around and allow consumers to pay Epic directly. It's like you Airbnb your closet and couch to not pay full rent. That's not what that's like. That's not even close. Um, close. That's like like um, one of the worst... Seems like a strange fight to pick. It's not like Fortnite was losing anything on the transactions. The 30% was always Apple's money. Um. Huh? No. You know. Huh? Uh, t- t- Twitter is not the not the space for nuanced takes on uh how capitalists. I, I know. Works. I just that's just. I know. I love looking at Twitter replies because they're all insane. Um, I, I understand. Uh, all right. Oh, let's let's let's, let's keep this train going. Yeah. Um. Oh, Madison Cawthorn, my baby boy. Uh, Madison Cawthorn, uh, well-known baby writer. Um, if you've ever seen his, uh, signature, uh, he looks like he writes his signature like a five-year-old, um, (laughs) tweets, one, two, three, four, five, six of the greatest words I've ever read in my life. I'm filing a bill to gut Ocean. Uh, amazing. I saw this. Amazing. I, I posted this in the in the fucking in the thing uh, in yeah. the, in the Discord with um, a picture of someone having best fry baskets full of ice over a boiling pot of oil, and it's just like, so let's grease. go, baby, oh. fucking go. 
I made a funny little tweet where I was like, hell yeah, because now I can finally drive a forklift drunk again. Uh, no one's going to fucking stop me. Um, uh, yeah. Um, you know, uh, Madison uh, Cawthorn, we've talked about before, I should say, uh, is the guy who is in the wheelchair uh, punching a rotting tree. Oh, in the guy. middle of the woods. <laughs> uh, you, you know what I have to say uh, about about <laughs> about this whole thing is like, uh, damn, motherfuckers will do anything not to give me another six hundred dollars a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, people are gonna a... start gonna start doing new hot new proxy wars to not to keep the American unemployed public occupied. Um, to not I... fucking worry about that shit. Um. Here's something kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, this is just something I just saw and I kind of wanted to talk about because okay. I find it very interesting. Uh, the New York Times has made a story today, um, or I guess yesterday, uh, Schizophrenia is being diagnosed in nursing home residents at an alarming rate. Um, they are putting nursing home residents on antipsychotics um, for no reason. Um, there's like a new regulation going around that basically says that uh, they don't need to report antipsychotic prescriptions um, at all. And so uh, what they're doing is they're taking antipsychotic drugs and using them to sedate old people um, since about 2012. Yeah. Um, it, 70, it, it soared by 70%. Um, it's super fucked up. Listen, listen, um, listen. I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of old people. We we've yeah. been, we've been on record with this. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, this is fucked. Yeah. Oh, this is like super fucked. There's a point where old people stop being bad and start being helpless, yeah. and this is the point where I'm like, I I can't defend this. No, um, this is. I just kind of. <clears throat> yeah. This is just like, I mean, because because like uh, I'm look I'm looking at the thread and it's like, uh, th- this is not the the only thing. It's like anti-seizure drugs other things oh yeah, yeah basically yeah. like old people are just getting garbage pumped into them uh they're, because they're, hey i um, i wonder i i wonder uh how um how both sides of this coin uh get some extra cash out of this i is I, it by prescribing well, things and having deals with uh drug companies just so they can i think if fucking... um if there was some way to Put, just put old people in a pod and use their homeostasis and in order to generate en- energy a la the matrix movies um yeah that would just be the default <laughs> thing that we do with old people if that was extremely profitable and people on twitter would be like no you don't understand they love it we need <laughs> this energy we need shrivel hey. old, we need these old people's blood we need old blood hey. people energy we need that uh you know what speaking of plugging somebody into the matrix uh-huh. donald trump has come up with the most matrix brained thing i've ever heard yeah um so when was this uh, oh, so this, this was, was the, this ago. was the 8th this this was september 8th 
Uh, mm-hmm. Donald Trump was watching a video of, um, yeah, uh, was was watching a a te- a teardown of a Robert E. Lee statue uh, mm-hmm. in Virginia. And okay, so there's a couple levels to this. Um, the first level, uh, Trump saying uh, Robert E. Lee was considered to be one of the greatest strategists of all time. <laughs> he lost. <laughs> Yes. Um, <laughs> level two, President Lincoln wanted him to come in the North. <laughs> yeah, okay. No. And and except for Gettysburg, uh, that he would have won the war. Um, no. No, that's not now, what happened. happened. That's not even close. Now, 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 here's the next level, which is Trump says that if we had Robert E. Lee today. We could have him at Afghanistan winning the war. Hell yeah, Hell yeah brother. Dude. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> uh, so Donald Trump is proposing that we get a time machine and pick up an old racist man and send him to Afghanistan to sort things out. Yeah. Um, um, I don't understand people I, that think like this that with like fucking Marie Curie or whoever the fuck was alive now like albert einstein was alive alive now they would be able to fix covid like they would have so much shit to fucking learn no if 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 albert einstein was alive now we would have him strapped to a chair building better war crime machines yeah building better nukes Um, there's actually a very fun conspiracy theory that states that um tesla was killed Mm -hmm. because uh he wanted to give free energy yeah to the world and that like edison and rockefeller i 100 percent believe that um honestly tesla is um just like God, good just another fucking thing that edison did wrong yeah yes it was eat the rich has an episode uh i know plugging another podcast but i, I really for the second week in the row eat the rich third actually third. um okay. <laughs> they have a ve- if you're at all confused about robert e lee um Prob- the chances are you probably had a Virginia education um, uh, because my mother didn't know this. Uh, my mother had this very old uh, idea of Robert E. Lee as like the he showed up to the, the post Civil War trials in like a clean suit. And he was all he was very honorable. Uh, Robert E. Lee started Jim Crow. Um, they they lost quote unquote lost the war and then instead of instead of like ending slavery they just did everything they could to make slavery as legal as possible without making actual slavery legal reference Um, the introduction that was recorded for this episode yes um uh and um if you at all try to fucking defend robert e lee First of all, you're wrong. Second of all, go listen to that episode of Eat the Rich. I think it's a fantastic. They go through his entire history, talking about his life and all the horrible shit he did as a slave owner. Yes, he owned slaves uh, that he inherited. Um, and no, he did not want to get rid of them. He was forced by a court to get rid of them. Uh, anyway, uh, that was just something I wanted to bring up. Uh, speaking of Donald Trump saying and doing crazy shit, um, wait, wait, no, 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 no. I, I, I wanna, I wanna get one last thing in before we start transitioning to, uh, the long, sl- yeah. Uh, you know what? Speaking of good friends of Donald Trump, <laughs> uh, 
No. Oh well, yeah, again, that's ba- right. Ba- that's Bolsonaro right. is uh, Bolsonaro is a crazy man threatening to to coup his own government because things aren't going his way. Yeah, that's that's gonna happen. Bolsonaro but, says, um, "quote He will either be arrested, killed, or win Brazil's next election." That sounds like something Bolsonaro would say. Yeah, uh, hoping for the murder. Anyway, uh... so. Uh, like I said, uh, you know, a uh, friend of Donald Trump, uh, Jeffrey Epstein, friend of Jeffrey Epstein slash co-conspirator, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell, and friend of all three of them, Prince Andrew is in the Ooh, news baby. because Prince Andrew's getting served in the Virginia Guffrey's case. Finally. <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, longtime listeners will know that Anna and I are, uh, big epheads where, uh, we are, yeah, John and John and Anna just love Jeffrey Epstein. I just like, they just, I can't get enough. I can't, you know, I've been to little St. James 16 times. Did you see, uh, I know we're going to talk about, we're probably going to talk about this, but did you see the, the painting he had of George Bush? Yeah, I mean, well, I, I don't know. I think I, it's it's not as disturbing as the painting he has of Bill Clinton. No, the picture, the painting he has of Bill Clinton uh, is, fucking rules. Yeah, the one of W is amazing. Uh, he's literally doing eleven, right? Yeah, he's it's, taking it's two Jenga towers and paper airplanes, sitting in the the Oval Office, throwing the airplanes yeah. into the Jenga. Uh, can I? Can I? Can, can I? You know what? I I. I saw this. And I just need to say it out loud. Yeah. Yes. Remembering Wall Street's extraordinary loss on 9 11. <laughs> <laughs> from Bloomberg Opinion yesterday. Yeah. Uh, fucking. Of course, it's from fucking that's Bloomberg. Mikey. That was Mikey himself. God. Uh, yeah, no, it's weird how, how, how many of him and his friends got calls not to go into work today. Uh, <laughs> um, real quick, let's. Let's dip our toes into this. Right? Yeah, let's let, dip let, our toes into let, let's, let's wade into yeah, the let's, let's start with um let's start with the who's who of New York. It's Rudy Watch, baby. Rudy Watch! Is that the is that um, the singer? So, Do we have a stinger for Rudy Watch? Yeah, that's the stinger for Rudy yeah. Watch. Rudy Watch! Sure. Um so Rudy I'm really excited for Rudy Watch full... after after dark. Or Rudy Watch Nights. Fuck! <laughs> damn it! Rudy Watch mm. Nights. <laughs> Rudy, I missed the fucking nice. Bay. God damn it! I boom, suck. Boom, 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 boom. The worst. Rudy I'm watch. the most unfunny do, person do, on the fucking do, planet. Do, do. <laughs> Anyways, what's Rudy doing? Uh, so Rudy Giuliani. Uh, so a uh, 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 several big right wing hitters uh, showed up in New York for the 20th anniversary of 9/11. Um, and uh, Rudy Giuliani had a fucking meltdown on stage, freaking out about a bunch of random shit. Uh, but my favorite one uh, was, quote, don't tell me that you remember September 11th, 2001. I remember September 11th, 2001. But I heard her say she was there that day. I was there that day. I don't remember seeing Hillary Clinton there. Of course, Rudy Giuliani, famous, uh, famous for uh, being in new york on 9-11 um the most famous picture of rudy giuliani on 9-11 is him standing next to hillary clinton both of them wearing dust masks staring at the burning tower anna now we all know this rudy giuliani just doesn't see the faces of women yeah and and he also just doesn't see color oh yeah he probably couldn't recognize her under that mask Am uh, I right? It's so hard to see people's smiles under yeah. the masks. 
We should take them. It's so hard. You know what? Honestly, here's the thing, though. In that picture, you can see Hillary Clinton's feigned indifference towards uh, human suffering. Right, exactly. You can see how little she gives a fuck. She's just standing there like, uh, building burning? Oh, fuck, whatever. (laughs) She's like, Bill told me today was going to be a crazy one. Yeah. Where's that pizza place? (laughs) Oh, it exploded? I'm in New York City. Let me get a slice. Y'all got a ping pong? No, y'all got a yeah. ping pong in, in this stupid fucking rinky dink town? I'm fiending for um, some adrenochrome. Yeah, she <laughs> she does not give a shit. She's really just like, I'm here because I have to be here. Like, that's literally her expression. Um, we, I should say that this picture was taken the day after. The, but the, the, the point being, because, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah she wasn't there because... All flights were grounded on that fucking day, and she was currently at the time she was a senator. Yeah. Um. But she was she worked for the state of New York. No shit, she was there. Um. It's just very wild to me that he would say this crazy fucking thing. Um. Uh. I. I. I mean. Uh, he also talked about Prince Andrew on stage, right? Wasn't that a thing? Yeah. No. He he had like a he had like a weird meltdown during the uh like firemen and police officer bullshit ball um yeah i i like i can't find the article uh off the top of my head right now but uh or like i i didn't link to that just because i saw uh i saw that that somebody was getting served and mm, mm, my brain just you know instantly uh yeah. went to yeah, yeah, yeah to the to to um, epstein islands yeah last time we talked to rudy or saw Rudy. He was. Um, he was. He well, was. He. Well, his he son his, was. Uh, his son was uh, talking yes. about how bad it was that he lost his license to practice. Uh, which is amazing. <laughs> Rudy. Uh, Rudy is no longer a, a lawyer, at least in the state of New York. Um, which means, like, his whole grift. His whole life has been that he's the 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 guy, the New York guy, and now he's, uh, and now he's having meltdowns on stage about <clears throat> a woman who could not give less of a fuck about him. If I was um, Rudy, if I found myself like as Rudy Giuliani, like I time traveled mm-hmm. back to nine mm-hmm. eleven, and I yeah. was Rudy Giuliani, I mm-hmm. would l- just lead the easiest fucking life. For the rest of my life and just do like TED talks, like inspirational TED talks like, and like literally. mind my own business and literally do that and get money, money, money. And like, that's it. Why is he? Why no, is like, he the way that the he peak is? His, the peak. Hold on. The peak of his career mm. was the Times article. Yeah. Was, he was Times person of the year in 2001. Yeah. And so here's the thing, though. Rudy. Rudy won. If you gave Rudy a time machine, he would just go back and do everything exactly the same. Because 100%. up until Donald Trump, up until Donald Trump stiffing him on the bill, yeah, uh, I don't think he's thought that he's made a mistake in no. his life. But yeah. that's what I'm saying. Is like if I, if you found yourself past 2010, here's what I'll say: past 2010, Rudy Giuliani should have done everything. Different. Yeah, from from like 2001 to 2010, that dude was like living the life. Yeah. He was. He was the former mayor of New York. He was a very litigious lawyer, and he was very successful. He was just a very successful right-wing yeah. voice. And then, after 2010, 
he like got into like really weird shitty politics for no reason and well, you know then yeah, yeah, then yeah. fell in line with a grifter got grifted and then is and now is like losing everything yeah. i mean i can only assume that he's friends with the dirsh Oh, and of if, course he's friends. And with if, the if you're friends with the Dursh, I mean, uh, yeah, I know. I, I've been to the Dursh. Everyone, yeah, is. everyone's friends with the Dursh. Uh, but I mean, you know, you you, you hang out with uh, Jeffy E and the Dursh, and you know, you just fall into a bad crowd because the government tells you you've got to be. Um, do you think that uh, Rudy Giuliani could like get off coke and like stop <laughs> like get what better medically because something's wrong with that guy and like stop doing weird spray tans and like maybe be at a pub the public eye for like a year and then come back and just do like inspirational speaking tours about 9-11 do you think he could get away with that now no he couldn't okay. he's he's debased himself too much i feel like I he's feel the same i think i think the combination of being so publicly on Donald Trump's side yeah. while Donald Trump was failing in every aspect and then having a like a pseudo scandal because of Borat you can't come back from yeah. that like you can't come back yeah. from that uh the man is is done So, I think it's time for us to talk about September 11th. Yeah, your birthday, yeah. Yes, my birthday. Okay. So, mm -hmm. um, 1906, Henry Hudson arrives on Manhattan Island and meets the indigenous people living there. And kills all of them, right? Uh, not yet, not but yet. Okay. he's working on it. Okay. Um, uh, 1802, France annexes the kingdom of Piedmont. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1830, anti-Masonic party convention. The first, one of the first American political party conventions is formed. Honestly, base as hell. I fucking hate the Masons. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Fully agree. But I'm actually, my political ideology now is I'm anti-Masonic. Now. In 2020. Uh, 1919, uh, the U.S. Marine Corps invades Honduras. Hate that don't like that mm -hmm. 1941 important here this is actually very important construction begins on the pentagon mm -hmm. interesting <laughs> September 11, 1941 that's so interesting that was the one that was the one that like i was like what so uh 1973 the real 9-11 happens a coup in chile yes. uh oh hold on wait 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 hold on the same day that the the same thing the same day that the Pentagon started being constructed, Charles Lindbergh accused um, <laughs> oh, accused mm. the British, the Jews, and FDR's administration of pressing for war with Germany. Uh famed Nazi sympathizer <laughs> Char uh, Charles Lindbergh. Um <laughs> This is before World War Two. That's yes. amazing. Anyway. Uh it, it's like Lindbergh is very famously like seventy-three. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> No, yes. no, no. I mean, the, 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 the man who flew, flew across the Atlantic. Oh. Why would I know who that is? I, Charles is Lindbergh, it, the first single person to fly across the Atlantic Yeah, Ocean? I don't give a shit. That happens every day. Uh, the man who had his child stolen in a very strange abduction case that we will not get into. Sucks for him. And a full Nazi? Anyway, Sucks go ahead. Yeah. Continue, um, John. 
1973. Uh, like, uh, 19, 1973. No, 1973. Uh, the yep. real 9-11 happens where yep. Pinochet uh, kills, <laughs> like, topples uh, Allende's um, incredibly amazing... Yes, uh, who was also uh, a hyper-futurist who was working on, like, uh, a computational system. It's very interesting. Like, mm-hmm. uh, Allende's uh, idea about how to centrally plan a government uh, exceeds, like, far exceeds the reach of a, of the country of Chile at the time, but it is amazing to hear about. Uh, oh, um, 1974, Eastern Airlines Flight 212 crashes in North Carolina. Huh. Uh, killing 69 passengers. Nice. Um, <laughs> you don't say nice. <laughs> you like, fucking what you, asshole. What do you mean? What are you talking about? Uh, what, are you, what are you talking about? What are you talking about now? Pattern uh, recognition is the worst thing <laughs> we've ever Continental <laughs> Express Flight uh, 2574 crashes in Colorado County, Texas, near Eagle Lake, killing 11 passengers and three crews. Not nice. Huh. You know, um, it's weird how, so how many uh, there are only two on air traffic. Uh, yeah. So uh, you know, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, they're so rare. And yet, 2,977 people are killed on the September 11th attacks on both. And this is, okay. You know what? This is the first me uh, diverging from this. But uh, people only talk about the two that hit the towers. Nobody talks about the Pentagon one these days. No one talks about the Pentagon. No one talks about the, like, there are like the four six planes. Uh, no, there, there, <laughs> there are four that we know of. Yes. And that fourth plane, mighty suspicious. Actually, the, the, the Pentagon plane... Yeah. Very suspicious. Oh, the Pentagon plane. There's a whole bunch of shit. Let's. I think. Um, yeah. Um, uh, well, so yeah. In 2001, yeah. the September 11th attack. The what? Yeah. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah, I know. Uh, what happened? So Avery, I, I guess you don't know this, yeah. but um, yeah, I'm the uh, of, I'm the everyman. Uh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> I'm the everyman who knows nothing about 9/11. Yeah. So some guys, some guys uh-huh. who. God Some, knows where they were from. God knows where they're from. Uh, in fact, Joe Biden said yesterday, uh, released some papers saying it might have been from Saudi Arabia. Who could say? Wait, um, wait, Saudi say. Arabia, the one that is allied with us and gives us oil? Yeah. yeah. Um, huh. Saudi Arabia. One of them was trained to fly a plane in Florida. <laughs> huh. Uh, multiples were. At, okay, so we're getting ahead of ourselves here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but let, let's. So, let, but basically, that's 2001. Anyway, 2007, Russia. <laughs> <laughs> 1988, John is born. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're kind of hopping around the and time stream here a little bit. A little yeah, bit. Yeah. Uh, I, so yeah, I, we're talking I, about nine eleven. I, I am outside of time. <laughs> yeah, um, John exists outside of time in a bulb. <laughs> well, editor John does. Pod John exists right now and only right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we 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 are we are uh, like the moon and sun, cursed to know each other but never to be together. Yeah, uh, <laughs> much like many of my relationships. Um, <laughs> Okay. All right. So, Seth for no reason. Uh, Let's. Uh... So no, no. So so this story starts like all stories do. Yeah. With a Nazi sympathizer, Alan Dulles. Ooh. Yeah. I mean that. Like okay. So here's the problem. All roads lead to the uh, to the Dulles family. Um. Yeah. This is this is a problem that we have uh, partly because uh, America, despite you know being called a democracy, is an oligarchy, right? Um, and the Dulles family was very good at hiding and shuffling around money. 
Basically, the Dulles family and the Bush family, uh, good friends, made a lot of their money in the 40s, the 30s and 40s, um, helping fuel the Nazi war machine and having no repercussions who, from it. We, sh- we should say exactly who Alan Welsh Dulles is. Uh, he was the first civilian director of Central Intelligence, DCI, and the longest ever serving director to date and was head of the CIA during the early Cold War. Uh, you know, famously killed Kennedy, uh, among other things. F- famously, you know, uh, ran drugs and guns. I mean, the CIA is the biggest drug dealer in, in the world. Um, uh, coup in like, Iran, coup in Guatemala, Bay of Pigs, yada, yada, yada. yada. Uh, you know, uh, again, the Jakarta Method. I know I brought it up lot, like two weeks ago. I'm reading the Jakarta Method. Uh, fantastic book. Fantastic book. Um, but, like, the... The Dull like and I mean he has a brother, but like basically the Dulleses are uh American royalty in the oil sense. Um and so are the Bushes. Like they basically grow up together. Um and Poppy Bush, Big Papa Bush. Big Papa Bush. Big Papa Bush, uh Hell of that ball at that baseball yeah. game. It's the funniest video I've ever seen. Uh you know, basically <laughs> basically when Reagan gets in, Bush uh, Senator Cheney from Wyoming, and this 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 little guy, this you know little guy Donald Rummy Rumsfeld, they they get together. Just a little guy. Yeah, just a little, just guy. A little, just guy. A little guy. Uh, you know R- Rumsfeld is uh the the odd man out here. He's not a politician. He's just some guy who's the head of like you know um uh a drug company. You know he's just the head of a drug company. No, nothing mm-hmm. nothing suspicious there. Nothing um, important. Nothing important. They get together and they pen, um, what is it? The New American Century? Uh, like, I, I believe that's what yeah. it was. They, yeah. they, like, I, I can't remember the full title, but basically uh, the, plan, the plan for the New American Century is, pl- is penned by them. Which, uh, you know, Reaganomics. Project uh, for the New American Century. Project, the Project for the New American Century. And, you know, September 11th, 2001, that new century begins. Yep. Um, basically... Uh, Dick Cheney, like, like, and like I said, Alan Dulles is part of this because he is really tied hand in hand to George Bush. George Bush is uh, treated as, again, one of the few uh, independent civilians uh, running the CIA for a little bit there. Is he, a, is he a CIA or is he an FBI director? I can't remember. I, are you talking about senior, right? Yeah, senior. Bush senior. Uh, let me double Can I say something very quick? Yeah. While we're uh, checking stuff, Benghazi and nine and nine eleven. Benghazi, Benghazi also happened on nine eleven in twenty twelve. Uh, that's that's Hillary's Benghazi. Yes. Yeah, uh, that's, 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 yeah, that's Hillary's. Yeah, that's Hillary's nine eleven. Uh, no, no, we're 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 both quoting what a the, fuck? Uh, the the. the tr- True and did an episode is doing an episode about it. It's really good. Felix Biederman's on it. I like yeah. that episode. I listened to it this morning. Yeah, um, yeah just keep qu- let's just keep plugging podcasts yeah. on our own. Yes, yeah. he was CIA. Yeah, so so Bush become in, in 76, Bush becomes the director of the CIA. Um, which is weird because up until this point, he had never been in the CIA. Uh except that he had. He he was in the CIA. He was actually in Dallas, Texas, the day the Kennedy was shot. And he and his wife both say, "I can't remember where." Well, actually, his wife like wrote like a really weird letter. He's like, "I can't remember where I was shot when Ke- where I was when Kennedy was shot," which is really weird. How do you not remember that? Everybody, 
Yeah, it's ba- like because that was the 9/11 of the the time, so everybody remembers where they were. Yeah. Like it's indelible. So for George Bush to say that, he was doing some spook shit. Um he w- he was doing some CIA operative shit. Anyways, Bush uh Bush then Again, really weird that you would be the director of the CIA and then somehow be able to slide into a vice presidency. Um, Very weird. But George Bush Sr. has a ton of money, is pulling levers behind the power. uh, And Dick and then he's like, hey, Dick. I'm not going to be able to to get this one like I was a one termer. It, It doesn't look like Bill Clinton won. We weren't planning for it. Jeb's just not got it in him. Like Jeb just does not have yeah. it in him. That boy, yeah, that exactly. boy ain't right. George is the like George seems to be the popular one. I don't understand why, but George is the popular one. I need you to find me a vice president for him. And Dick Cheney says, "I got you." And then, don't worry, <clears throat> brother. I'll get it. I'll do it for little you. Little Alex. I'll jump little, on. I'll jump on that bit. Alex Jones. A uh, little Jonesian. No, it's 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 supposed to be Vince McMahon. Yeah. But then a couple of like a couple of weeks later, he says, I couldn't find anybody. I'll just do it. <laughs> uh, like, Don't that, you that's worry. Ba- that, that's basically what happens. Like, so crazy. Uh, Cheney, Cheney goes, yeah, I couldn't find anybody to uh, to to really yeah, do any. I totally love. Remember when he shot yeah. a guy in the face? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I think about that every day. No one. No talks one talks about, about that about guy. <laughs> No one talks. No, no. Everyone talks about Dick Cheney shooting somebody. No one talks about the guy he shot. <laughs> the guy he shot is like a journalist and a lawyer who is working on a case against him. Yeah. And he shot him in the face. Well, I mean, to be fair, it's probably a bad idea to be both of those things and also accept an invitation to go quail hunting with Dick Cheney. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, yes. I, it's just insane to me that no one talks about that. That in the movie they do a really weird take on it where he just turns around, opens the door, and just shoots him right in the face. And everyone's like, what the fuck? We just watched you do that. And he's like, well, what are you going to do about it? And yeah. everybody's like, nothing. Right, yeah. Um, um, and, and so, uh, okay. So so we're, we're, we're going to step back a couple, you know, as, you know, as we get closer to 9-11, time is going to dilate a little bit. And, so, and some things are going to happen in parallel. On the one hand, as soon as George Bush gets elected, um, in a the weirdest way possible, in, in a way where you know basically the Supreme Court says that you get the W even though you didn't get the W. Yeah, there's a. It's the first time in American history where a president was voted in without the popular vote. Yes, it's um, and also. Uh, and not the last. G- 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 this would go last. on. This would go on yes. to repeat itself for every Republican president since. Yeah. Uh, yes, but but also uh, the Supreme Court <laughs> just did it. It's it's weird. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They just no problems. Yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, it's it's it. You know. I feel like uh, because we have two George Bushes, I'm gonna start calling Senior Poppy uh, because that is his uh, colloquial. It's Poppy and W. Yeah, Poppy and W. <laughs> uh, so Poppy, I, fa- I think Poppy pulls some strings. I, I think uh, I think he pulls some strings, gets his son in. You know, as as we all would do for our for our fail son. We got to make sure we fail mm-hmm. upwards. Uh, also, we had some plans in the in in the fall. At the same time, uh, as soon as Bush is sworn in, Dick Cheney uh, basically hijacks. Uh, 
uh, opt word here, takes about a hundred <laughs> high level bureaucrats and goes to a mountain and uh, starts writing the Patriot Act. Yeah. Uh, before any of this happens, he starts yep. writing the Patriot Act. He starts writing a bunch of other things. Basically, um, Dick Cheney is is our uh, is our Moses is our Muhammad. I was going to say into the mountain. I was going to say uh, Dick Cheney is our American Nostradamus. Effectively, kind, well, mm, not no, no, because <laughs> well, the, here's the, the thing: Nostradamus didn't make those things happen. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> Dick, <laughs> Dick Cheney uh, made those things happen, but also Dick Cheney basically writes a new constitution for America. He he write like he and these people spend a couple of months in in a mountain like thing in like Virginia writing a new like backbone of American policy. And here's the crazy thing. Uh, we as citizens and actually people on the defense council cannot read the whole of the Patriot Act. Like the Patriot Act is one thing, part of this, but also there's this thing called the continuity of government that, um, that Reagan wrote up just in case like the Russians nuked us and decapitated our like power structure. Um, it was. It's been rewritten a few times, and basically, for the last twenty years, America's been under a state of emergency that um, that underpins all of this. Uh, that underpins most of like the Patriot Act and a whole bunch of other stuff. This was all written before nine eleven. At the same time, uh, a bunch of Saudi nationals um, are just given free access to this country. Like, um, it is supposed that uh most of these saudi nationals are aided by um uh a couple of different countries who are allied with the united states uh israel and pakistan are the two big ones and basically their clandestine services are working to facilitate uh these saudi dudes who are learning how to fly planes crazy um specifically a couple of them were trained in pensacola pensacola um now here's the weird thing well we you know america's had a long lasting friendship with the saudis yeah we've also had a long lasting friendship with the taliban yeah we've been we've been bros forever yeah like um basically we helped them run a protected people's war against um the russians Back in the eighties, uh, we you know we not we really found... a not really a protracted people's war, a protracted imperialist war, I guess. Well, I mean, uh, okay, yes, you're right. Yeah, but the problem is that like like but when I say protracted people's war in this sense, I mean like a long-standing um, conflict war of in the a war of attrition, like a guerrilla war of attrition yeah. that is going on in Afghanistan. Uh, America intentionally did that, and we found. Rising superstar, Osama bin Laden. What a guy! And I mean, sheer for the man. Like, uh, rising superstar, uh, son of the second wealthiest family in all of uh, Saudi Arabia. Um, Uh, Again, and I want to make it very clear: the post optics of of him, like, like. After all of this happens, and uh, especially post post mortis, um, people like 
say the craziest, weirdest shit about him. Uh, like, that he was, like, living in a cave and that, like, he was just some some dude, like, surrounded by dirt and wires and or or, or that how... he was the black sheep of the family. Yeah. Right, yeah. No, the man was a, an incredibly wealthy... Like son of of a of essentially a Saudi royals, like yeah, and, and like ba- <laughs> like at the time, like even during his like uh, high tier terrorist uh, uh, stint, he was still having the boys from Saudi Arabia truck shit in for him in family trucks with their goddamn names on it because he didn't care who. And I mean, right, exactly, yeah. So, uh, you know, we we're we're good friends with uh Al Qaeda. We're we're working close with them. We're buds. Uh, and and when, you, when you say we, you mean myself, Anna, Me, and you, right? We're good yeah, friends. Yeah, with yeah. Us, uh, us, perf- us yeah. personally. We know where we they are, are who uh, they friends. are. We know their leaders. Yeah. We, yeah. You know, we have ISIS to do a self too. Yeah, yeah. ISIS too. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Here's, here's the thing. This is the thing people to talk about. ISIS and uh, Al-Qaeda, long-time beef. Long-term beef. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, 100%. Hate each other. Uh, hate each other. Um, even though the they're they're run by thing... the same, even though they're run by the same guys, it's weird. It's like one of the you know, it's it's a fake friend sort of thing. Yeah. And by the same guys, we mean the, the United yes. States government. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, anyways, uh, like like um, basically, while these guys are while while these Saudi guys are learning to fly planes, yeah, um, for no reason. Well, the FA like uh, the guy who is training them calls the FAA and is like. How do these fuckers have pilot's licenses? These guys cannot fly planes. Um, and when we say planes, I'm talking. I'm not even talking about like complicated planes. I'm talking about like Cessnas. I'm talking about something that a dentist flies on the weekend because he's so bored of his life as that a, he wants to commit suicide. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and so you know. Um, it's it's again it's weird. Uh, a lot of a lot of info keeps getting to different parts of the government, and uh, people keep just dropping the ball. It's yeah. so weird. And then, then we get to uh, th- then we get to a question of like, hey, the CIA, how much money? Like like what's what's the money sitch? And the money sitch <laughs> is. Um, it's missing. It's gone. Don't know where it well, is. Well, it's 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 missing. It's gone. But also, uh, this is a weird one. Uh, the day that nine eleven happens, um, at eight forty five in the morning, uh, plane one hits tower one. Mm-hmm. Before that, one hundred million dollars of weird financial transactions leave. The, the building one, um, yep. hundreds of million, like uh, hundreds of millions of dollars from inside the building leave at the same time, $500 million of, uh, like, like millions of dollars across the, across the, across multiple branches of, um, uh, a a banking a, a banking conglomerate that that is connected to Deutsche Bank, important important bank. Mm-hmm. Uh, their computers get hacked at the like about fifteen minutes before the building is hit, mm-hmm. and weird financial stuff starts happening. Uh oh. Also, 
some of this stuff is connected to Seagram's, which is connected to Les Wexler, which is connected to Jeffrey Epstein. Um, yeah, we should say all roads lead to George W. Bush. All, re- all roads lead to the Bush family. All roads lead to Epstein. All roads lead to 9-11. Yeah, no, uh, I can't, like, I and wish I could those roads, That's the foundation. All those of, roads lead back to Nazi Germany. Yeah. yeah. It's a whole that's thing. A, anyway. Because <laughs> all those things are the foundation of modern American society. Yeah. Or, yes. and or um, the direct results of them. So, yes. uh, okay. So here's the other thing. Um, while all of that, like, uh, you, you're like, wow, this is a lot of weird financial irregularities that are happening right as 9-11 is happening. Oh, right? also, I believe months prior, the, uh, both the towers were sold to a new owner and he got an insurance plan that happened to cover terrorism. Uh, it happened to cover terrorism. He tried to double charge yes, because it was because two, two separate attacks. Yes. He gets four billion dollars over four billion out of this mm-hmm. over oh, like 4.5 billion dollars yeah. at the same time this is later found out that both buildings are slated for dis- slated for decommissioning and destruction because of ample amounts of asbestos which is also weird because if there's too much asbestos in that building why the hell did it burn down uh and why yeah. and also why were there people <laughs> in there working um well, because you have to, you have to make it look real. That's the actual yeah. answer. Um, because also yeah. the guy who owned that building worked in that building and had a meeting at nine o'clock every single day for years. And that day, his wife canceled. told him he had to go to. <laughs> he canceled his meeting and he went to a doctor's appointment. Crazy. There's a lot of strange doctor appointments. Uh, for high-level CEOs of multinational banks that don't show up, even though they're the kind of guys who work on Sundays and Saturdays at the office. Um, yeah. Now, like I said, this is all weird. Why don't we talk about this more? Well, one of the reasons is because the 9-11 Commission says that if it is not directly connected to Al-Qaeda, which is the people who perpetrated this, then it is not germane to the 9-11 Commission's reporting. So we have a pretty big instance of a government cover-up here, right? Because basically we have to assume – because if any of the reports about 9-11 have to be about a terrorist organization because if it's about anything else, it can't be about that because circular logic, right? Well, that's that's actually wide open because you, you could totally make that about the United States government. We're the biggest terrorist sure. organization. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, we we are, but um, you know, you got you got to you got to have selective sight on here. Yeah. Um, okay, so seven days before nine eleven, uh, a a news article runs in the New York Times about how easy it is for terrorist organizations to send anthrax to people. I remember the two anthrax, at- the anthrax era. Yep. Two yep. weeks after that, a series of anthrax letters are sent, and the Patriot Act is fast-tracked through Congress. There's yep. not, a, there's no coincidence because this anthrax is taken from American facilities. Mm-hmm. Why, why would you say that they're taken from American facilities? Because the strain of anthrax only exists in facilities owned by American corporations in America, and the U.S. government. Uh, it's weird how that happens, right? It's crazy. It's so weird. It's almost like they planned this. <laughs> so yeah it's almost like they planned this because uh anna i'm gonna ask you 
Mm-hmm. What do you think happened to those two buildings? Well, actually, what do you think happened to all three buildings? Uh, because there's, how do two planes break? Uh, how do two planes destroy three buildings? By the way. Yeah. Um... Avery, do you, do you know what, what we're? I mean, Anna Anna obliquely referenced it, but uh, are you talking about Building Seven? We are talking about Building Seven, and I mean, you yeah. know, in general. And I, I don't want to be me just throwing this out there. I need somebody yeah, else. Yeah. So, on uh, here. so like a plane hits the the two towers. A plane. The, t- the, the two. Ha- Lord of the Rings. A plane hits a, a field of corn, and then and then the seventh tower dies magically for no reason. <laughs> I mean, the first two towers also <laughs> die magically for no reason. Well, yes, but but you can at least make some semblance of. Right, right. I don't know how scaffolding works. You know, Pl- maybe a plane can, can destroy a building like that. Pl- plausibility can be denied for the first two buildings, but Building Seven, building boy, how it just just drops. It just fucking falls like like the fucking sky in Chicken Little. It just drops. It and and it's thirty five minutes after the other two buildings fall, so it's like right, exactly. So it's literally like someone just like rounded a corner and was like, "Oh fuck, that building's still there. We gotta." Like... Well, so, so Avery, do you, do, uh, Anna, either of you, do you know what's in what was in Building Seven? Do you want to take a guess? I vaguely uh, remember I'm gonna, that it was. Yeah, I'm gonna guess yeah. money that that the United States government misplaced. Um, a little bit, a little bit. There, there might be some other uh, things. If I remember correctly, it was important documents linking the United States government and uh, certain, uh, um, certain uh, international corporations, like yeah. bank transfers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so uh, one, what one thing is that uh, Building Seven was seventy stories tall. Uh, mm-hmm. not not a small building. Yeah. It, two. Uh, it housed the largest CIA operation in North uh, on the Eastern there Seaboard. It is. There it is. <laughs> oh, that, it was that at the time was masquerading as a different government, uh, different different government organization. Uh, it also housed one of the rapid. It also housed one of the rapid response control centers for yeah. uh, New York City. Um, yeah. I should say. But before we move on, I really yeah. quickly just want to say something real quick. Um, we're kind of like laughing and joking about this because it's too terrible I, not to laugh at. Yeah, because it's 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 laughable because like the single worst terrorist attack on American soil happened, and they did so little to cover up the fact that they were involved. Like the CIA and the American government did so little to admit that they were involved. Uh, John, I don't know if you even talk about this in your notes or whatever. They knew! Like, literally, the the FBI... The FBI brought all of this information to the CIA, to the president, and said, hey, on September 11th, 2001, about two years from now, there's going to be a fucking attack where they're gonna fly planes into our buildings. That's going to happen. Anna, Anna... Not even, not even good secret services know this. The Italians tell us, right? Exactly. The, the Italians actually have like, like, uh, th- there's a point at which, um, I think like six, uh, like six months to a year before the attack happens, uh, the Italians are primed for a terrorist attack because they hear about it. Like, America is leaking this info like a fucking sieve. Uh, like the Mossad keeps like keeps a ton of tabs. On all of this, like the Mossad is yeah. like one, like 
I, I think there is like deferring opinion as to whether the Mossad was in on it or they were kind of just like, what are you guys doing? This is so weird. Anyway, um, so I just want to say yeah. um, I yeah. 100% believe the official story about the September 11th attacks. They were a terrible tragedy uh, <laughs> by Al Qaeda <laughs> against our great nation, um, the United uh-huh. States of America. And I, uh, I want to also say that anything that we've said in the past uh, 30 minutes to that would imply otherwise is simply um, not true. It's simply untrue. Yeah, you know. And this is this is purely for entertainment. We are listing entertainment off purposes uh, only, just I like should, Tucker Carlson. I, I should actually say, I, because I, 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 I just, I just want to make clear, mm-hmm. we're not laughing because we're making fun of people who died. We're laughing because this horrible tragedy, like thousands of people died and those deaths were, were we as the American people were just led to believe that those deaths were justified because it meant we could go to war because of it. And they used those deaths to cover up other fucking shit. And essentially usher in a new era of governance. Yeah. Like, right. And I mean, that's... That's kind of the point here is that those almost 3000 people were human sacrifices. Yes. They they exactly. they were they were thrown into a volcano to change the fate of this world. A- an ill an ill and horrible fate. Like these people were were strapped to a table and had all of their hearts extracted so that we could go to Afghanistan so that we could go to Iraq and I mean, there were four other countries that were slated for invasion, but we fucked up. Like, American American military fucked up so poorly and was mismanaged so horribly that they could only get two actual invasions off without, with, like, without getting I, just we should say We should say, uh, like, if you, if you, like, and if you're still not fully convinced that there's something that needs to be talked about here, like, look at the last year— Every single day for like months now, we have had 9-11 numbers of people dying of a very highly preventable disease. We have solutions to this problem. Other countries have all but eliminated this disease by paying people to just fucking stay home. And instead, we're giving billions of dollars to our government. But my point being is, anytime someone like wants to guilt trip you for like questioning 9-11 and they question you by bringing up the deaths look at them in the eyes and tell them the american government doesn't give a fuck about deaths otherwise covid would be done yeah delta wouldn't have Mm -hmm. happened like this past year should be more than enough evidence to give you like 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 a crystal clear picture of like how the american government doesn't give a fuck about american lives more people in the past year have died of covid than than like every day we have a 9/11 yeah. number of like, deaths I, I mean, every day every day we have more than the entire combined death of american soldiers in like the middle east like yeah no this and is, like like i need to like like part of this is like we need to say this because for the past 20 years saying this has basically been a cultural like taboo that needs to be broken. It, yeah. it needs to be, it needs to be cracked in half because like we cannot heal as a country until we admit the things that happened to us. This is, this is trauma that we are not processing like this. Like, I mean, greater, like, like as a greater thing, 
9-11 has not been processed by by America. Exactly. Like, Kennedy we, has barely I mean, been processed by America, but 9-11 has just continued to loom so big in our lives that we have to actually talk about the real facts about what happened here. We're we're so willing to forget the shit that we've done to people. Like, not even just, like, Hiroshima. Like, the fucking, like, Bikini Atoll... Like, did you know that the clothing, the bikini, was named because the American government was occupying the bikini, the bikini atoll, setting off nuclear bombs, murdering people who were just out fishing, like killing people who were out fishing, killing them with nuclear bombs just because we fucking could. And at the time, it was just fashionable and popular to call things bikini. And so this French designer called it the bikini. Well, I mean, on, on top of that, uh, I believe Guam was a testing site for nuclear weapons for a very long time, uh, and that those people still bear the scars of the massive amounts of nuclear testing that we have done on them, and America does not take any responsibility for the horrible things that we've done. Um, okay, Anna, it's, I, it's, I know we, yeah. we, we, we got off track here a little bit, but I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it and you can agree with me and uh, Avery you can you can distance yourself from all of this. Jet fuel can't melt steel beams. It uh it can't. Um, it can't. this is uh, this is not a uh, this 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 thing has been memed to death. Yeah. But, but I, I think it's intentionally. I think it's intentionally memed to death. Yeah, it's been I, it's been memed to death, but if you genuinely look at actual reports from people who make jet fuel it well, doesn't burn hot enough to melt steel well so a thing that that is pointed out uh, there, there's a couple of things and i'm just gonna run through them real quick one um one of the leading things is that like the idea is that it the buildings caught fire and then the the structure started collapsing from the top down this is pretty hard to believe because uh, buildings that are built like this are basically meant to hold the weight of the entire building on every single level uh, because yes. of how physics works. Two, um, the buildings hit uh, free fall. Uh, when, they, when they crumble, they, they hit uh, the speed by which everything uh, moves when they're like, – they, they, they hit maximum velocity. But maximum velocity is not fast enough to – uh, pulverize the construction materials that were yeah. used in the building of uh, these Twin Towers. At the same time, uh, a lot of people have said they heard explosions that were outside of the times where the buildings were hit by planes. And also the fact that the rubble was still smoldering and hot for weeks after, which leads people to suggest that thermite was used to bring down this. Um, it's also funny that the company that George Bush owns, uh, one, one of the oil companies is tied to a thermite manufacturer who manufactures mm -hmm. nanothermite. Um, and so all of this leads to the idea that these buildings were intentionally detonated. Like, uh, these buildings were detonated by someone for and, and I mean, like, here's very the specific thing. reasons. Here's Here's the thing. Even if the jet fuel thing isn't, like, your thing, yeah. it's mm -hmm. not, like, your... Like, if you hear that and think, no, that's crazy. Fine. Great. Look at what happened to the fucking Pentagon. 
Look at the okay. eyewitness reports about the Pentagon. All right. So the Pentagon is also insane because the thing that you have to do to hit the Pentagon the way that it was hit is to do one of the most difficult aerial maneuvers in the world, which is a corkscrew upside down barrel roll. Uh, which, uh, by the way, once again, we like to say that mm-hmm. these the people who attacked uh, American properties on 9-11, these dudes were trained to fly different planes and they were horrible pilots. Uh, some people will put forward the idea that um, none of these people actually did this. Some people will put forward the idea that this was all remote controlled. I'm willing there, to believe that. There are uh, many, many eyewitness reports because the Pentagon is just out in the fucking open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was a fucking traffic jam because 9-11 yeah. mm-hmm. was happening. And so people were just stopping in the roads crying. And there are reports of people seeing something that was not a plane hit the Pentagon. Hey, Avery. Yeah. I'm going to ask you another question. Uh-huh. Where, like, what do you think was in the location that the Pentagon got hit? Uh, like, like, the area that the Pentagon was hit. What do you think was housed there? I'm going to guess the uh, $2 trillion that went missing from the budget. Uh, you're pretty right, because it was most of the DOD accounting division. Yeah. Um, so both the servers and the actual, like, almost everybody who was killed in the 9-11 Pentagon attack were accountants for the Department of Defense. Um, yeah, there, so there's, uh, yeah. The, also, we should say that the section of the Pentagon that, that was hit is the only section of the Pentagon that had been reinforced recently. Uh, reinforced um, to prevent damage from bombs. Um, from bombs, specifically. Also, uh, you know, um, our favorite boy, Donald Rummy Rumsfeld, was in the building Rummy that Rummy. day. Was in the building that day. And when the, uh, when the buildings were hit, Rumsfeld decided to continue a briefing report from the CIA in a in a manner which struck everybody as very odd because he was not instantly curious why two planes had just hit uh, the largest towers in America. Um, it, I mean, like, yeah, fully crazy. Uh, there are so uh, all these characters that we've been talking about: George Bush, Dick Cheney, Rumsfeld. Uh, and a couple others. Yeah. Um, all of these people, there are at least two hours where none of them are accounted for immediately after the attacks hit. Once all the attacks are done, I should say. Um, this is after the final plane, after the final plane. This is after the, t- the f- uh, seventh tower. This is after the, the plane hits that field. Like, this is all like... The, the plane that is mysteriously destroyed when hitting that field? Yeah. Everything's said and done and... Uh, yeah, that that plane alone has its own millions of crazy fucking stories about it. Um, the black box, you know, the black box the was thing unrecoverable. Like that, well, for every single one of these, and yet, and yet, somehow, the passports for some of the terrorists mysteriously floated down and were found in prist- in almost pristine condition. But the black box was completely okay. unrecoverable. I'm going to say, yes, <laughs> this is a separate podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is like getting to the point. Yeah, but but, but two podcasts. Just, just we're just just trying to get across done. the we're, idea. We're, we're, just, we're, we're we're almost done here. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, trying to get across the idea that like 
every single aspect of this is suspicious. Every single aspect of it. If you don't believe the jet fuel thing, fine. Tower 7. If you don't believe Tower 7, the Pentagon. If you don't believe the Pentagon, look at the plane that landed in a random fucking field and was disintegrated. So and if, if you don't believe any of that, if, if you still believe that these, these men got in these planes with these box cutters and flew them into towers, everything up to then still points to the American government boldly, boldly pushing for these events to happen. And, and there, there is no, yes. there is no exception. There is no, well, what if? There is no gray area. Our government told... knew what was happening, and they yes. chose to let it happen as because they knew that they could push forward off of this. This was the springboard for every, like, not for every reason why you are miserable today, but almost every single reason why you are more miserable today than anything your parents could imagine is because of September 11th is because of these men at the top of our at the at the top of business and at the top of government at the same time making the decision to do this. And I still didn't get to watch Digimon. At the end of that <laughs> fucking day, Digimon was preempted. I wanted to watch Digimon. I think my Otismon was about to show up. It was going to be cool. Everyone send um John a copy of the Digimon movie. Uh, for as your penance. Oh, for dude, that Digimon, that that Digimon movie is fucking amazing. It was. I um, watched it. I watched it like a million times. Um, the, I mean, the animation is really good. Like the anyway, I have this has been conditional materials, a podcast. Um, I've been your um, nine eleven falser host, Avery. Wait, no, I did that last week. Um, nine eleven <laughs> neutral host, Avery. <laughs> Uh, I've been your building seven agnostic birthday boy, John. Damn it. I was going to say, I'm your seventh host. Um, I'm your, I'm Donald Rumsfeld. And uh, <laughs> you can find, uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at conditional M. Or uh, if you want to just uh, hear John and I ramble about other shit on our other show. Mark Don't know why what, you would want maybe that. Maybe you want to hear. Maybe you want to hear all three of us and Avery's fiance uh, talk about Animorphs for a while. Uh, we have a, a show called Animorphs Monthly, and we have this show, uh, and all of that can be found on our on our website, podgoblin.cool. Yeah. Um, and, uh, hey, uh, thank you all for listening. I know this one was a little unhinged. Um, I, this is, like, okay, I, you know, uh, look... I turned 13 years old that day. And yeah. I know everybody else has their own their own story, but my life is forever inexorably tied to September 11th. Like it is forever should, inexorably yeah. tied to other like tragedies in this world. We we, we should, all we, we all are tied yeah. to it, but but my life has been defined by having this day, having to share this day with that yeah. with that day. And so I need to know what happened. Like, yeah. I need to know, because if I am going to have to be, like, involuntarily tied to this in a in a significant way that not everybody is tied to. Everybody is tied to this day in different significant ways, but this is my significant way. Um, and I think it's I, important. I th yeah, I think, I think before we go, we should just kind of... John, you've discussed... Yeah. You've already discussed at length your relation to this day. Avery, uh, how old were you when 9-11 happened? Don't remember. 
Yeah, but but the point my point being is like you were uh, I'm the youngest person on this podcast. Um, Avery, I'm going to say you're probably like 9 or 10. Yeah. I was uh I was about 5. Uh 4? No, I was almost 4 because my birthday's in October. So I was about 3 to 4 years old. Um 9/11 is like one of my first memories. Um and I think uh, as a younger person, uh, I think that like looking at this through the lens of someone who didn't understand what was happening when it happened and then watched the aftermath uh, and is still suffering from the aftermath today. Um, we're like it all roads point towards this being suspicious at the very least suspicious. Yeah. Um, I I hate and, I hate to bring it up. We're doing pod again in the wrap up. Yeah, I know. I, I, I just know. I just I wanted I just wanted to make it clear that like we're not fucking crazy. <laughs> we're just passionate about something that sounds crazy. We're passionate about the truth. Yeah, um, in video and with games. That, and, and 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 with that, <laughs> no, this was all terrible. in Minecraft. None of this yeah. happened. Yeah, we never had. It could always be worse. It could always, always be, be worse. worse. All right. <laughs> Uh, thank, thank you all for, 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 for doing this with me. Yeah. Um, I'm fully on your side with this one. There was a love affair in this building. The kind of love affair which every respectable building must. As a legend Slowly festering Through an innocent bite